This is Bonus Conversations on the Coast, and I'm Jim Foster. And today, Jim Foster is going to be the guest on Bonus Conversations on the Coast. And it's because I wanted to share with you some thoughts about the recent publishing scandal surrounding James Fry's book, A Million Little Pieces, a memoir that is more lie than truth, that received and lost the blessings of Oprah, and unfortunately still keeps selling like crazy. And the thoughts about the situation I want to share are actually those of Heather King from an article in Publishers Weekly. It's called Why James Fry Doesn't Get It by someone who has actually been there, done that. I first read about James Fry's A Million Little Pieces, she writes, in a New Yorker review I was working on my own memoir at the time called Parched, published by Chamberlain Brothers, and so I scanned the piece with interest. Fry and I had a couple of things in common. We both had major substance abuse problems. We'd both been to Hazelden, him for six weeks around 1992, me for four weeks six years earlier. But there, the similarities seemed to end. It wasn't so much that we were of different genders, that I was a teensy bit older than him, that we'd chosen different approaches to staying sober. No, it was that Fry was angry. The whole tenor of the review was that Fry was angry, the testosterone-fueled rage, the studly ire. In light of my own 20 years as a falling-down blackout drunk, it struck me as an odd stance. People who really had cause to be angry, it seemed to me, were the ones I trampled, cheated on, stolen from, and lied to on my way to the nearest bar. Now that the accusations of lying have surfaced and I've read the book, I see the differences go even deeper. Drama is the movement from narcissism to humility. But Fry's is exactly the same at the end of his story, minus the drugs, as he is at the beginning. An insecure braggart without a spark of vitality, gratitude, or fun. A ballsy, bone-deep memoir, Salon.com called it. But for an alcoholic, throwing up blood, puking on oneself, and committing petty-ass crimes couldn't be bigger yawns. What's gritty is the moment, knowing you're dying when you realize my way doesn't work. What's ballsy isn't just egomaniacally recounting your misdeeds. It's taking the trouble to find the people you screwed over, looking them in the eye and saying you're sorry. What's bone deep is figuring out that other people suffer too and developing some compassion for them. Oprah speaks of the redemption of James Fry, but redeemed from what and by whom? Sobriety isn't the stage melodrama of sitting in a bar and staring down a drink to prove you've won, as Fry does upon leaving rehab. It's the ongoing attempt, knowing in advance you'll fall short to order your life around honesty, integrity, faith. So, in fact, is writing. It's every writer's sacred honor to get it right. But perhaps the burden falls heaviest on the memoirist. As a memoirist, it seems to me, something has to have happened to you that you're burning to tell. You've undergone some kind of transformation that matters, not because it says something about you, but because it says something about the world. Because it touches on the mysteries of suffering and meaning, you have to have some kind of love for the world with all its terrible suffering. You have to be willing to cut off your writing hand rather than betray by a word what it's taught you. The problem is that it doesn't seem to have taught James Fry much of anything, which is why A Million Little Pieces rings false.
There's one other difference between Fry and me. His book has sold three and a half million copies. Mine has sold, well, let's just say fewer than that. I could be angry that a cynical hack job is a runaway bestseller, while a wrenching, factually accurate memoir that I sweated to get right and sent out to the world with fear and trembling, praying I was worthy to call myself a writer, has garnered a more modest following. But <clears throat> what's to be angry about? I can't believe how lucky I am to do work I'm passionate about. I have convictions I hope I'd be willing to go to the stake for. I have read the New Testament, Fry says. He should read it again. He should read the passage where Jesus tells the paralytic to take up his mat and walk, because maybe our mat, what keeps us stuck sometimes our whole lives, is the illusion that in order to be loved, we have to, to pretend to be bigger, better, braver than we really are. I guess I agree with everything Heather King has written. Locally, the only place I could find her book was at Stacy's on Market. If you go into Buy the Book, Parched by Heather King, just tell them that Jim Foster from Conversations on the Coast sent you. Follow us on Twitter at Jim Foster COC or send an email to Jim Foster COC at gmail.com.